Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's Police Science Snippets. As every Tuesday, I'm coming to you live to talk about three pieces of information that I've extracted from academic journal articles or other publications that I think may be of value for you. I'm always trying to find something that's immediately practical or something that you can apply straight away. So none of that theoretical stuff that academics often um, need to write about because they need to research those fields. So the first such snippet is about PTSD and social support. Um, it has been found that police officers who feel they have high levels of social support from colleagues are less likely to experience symptoms of PTSD than those with low levels of support, regardless of negative life events. Now, what I think that means is that if you don't already have some kind of support structure in place, maybe a peer support network in, in, your, in your law enforcement agency, in your police force, then maybe try and set one up and maybe organize something yourself or just start getting into the habit of speaking to your colleagues about something that has just happened. You know, just ask them, you know, my, my God, was, wasn't that crazy last night? You know, did were you able to sleep? You know, because I kept thinking about it, it was going round and round in my head. It just shows that you're human. It just shows you're a person. It shows you have a brain and you're trying to process. If you create a, you know, if you create a culture collectively where this is safe to do, because nobody is going to get penalized in any way, socially or in any other way. Nobody is going to get ridiculed, where everybody is just able to talk about things. Maybe you will feel that you have that strong social support from colleagues, and that will make you more resilient to traumatic events. Okay, so that's what this piece is saying. And uh, the original document is linked to in the snippets that I email out. So I email this this goes straight into the inbox of everyone who's on the police science doctor email list if you want to join that it's free just go to www.policesciencedoctor.com and put your details into the form that pops up or at the bottom of the screen the second snippet for this week is the context of fatal police shootings police agencies operating within locations with high rates of violent crime and gun ownership are involved in more fatal police shootings so this really places some onus on the environment, on everybody else who lives in the community, not necessarily just the police. So if the community has fewer guns, if the community commits less violence, there are fewer fatal police shootings. Okay, so there's an interplay here that is really important. Again, I'm linking to the originating document. And the third and last science snippet for today is establishing risk factors. We're looking at proportionality of police initiatives or operations, as well as normal police activities such as patrol, static, um, such as patrol. Static population data is not the best data set to measure against. It is more effective to use ambient population. So rather than static population, use ambient population. And that is the number of people present in a given area at a given time to determine when and where police should engage in assessments and activities. Now, I was paraphrasing this one a little bit because I wanted to bring the context into it. The nighttime, eco nighttime economy, for example, you know, it's starting to pick up again. You wouldn't decide if and how many police officers you're sending into an area that has lots of nightclubs based on how many people live there. You're sending them in based on the people who congregate there 
together around the same time, Friday nights and Saturday nights. Okay, so that's the Indian population. Um, for example, the city of London. It's, I'm not talking about the entire city, but the city of London is a, is a specific part within London. Um, it's where, where you have a lot of companies, a lot of financial, it's the financial district, you know, lots of organizations that are basically only open Monday to Friday on weekends is pretty much, you know, empty there. So the Indian population is very, very much defined from Monday to Friday in those areas. And if you then want to look at, you know, are we going to do stops and searches? Okay, who do we need to do stops and searches on? Because who's the most likely to carry weapons or to carry drugs or whatever it is that the operation is? Is it going to be anywhere? Look, we have this amount, you know, this this amount of youngsters in this town, so we're going to do it everywhere. Or do we need to use the ambient population? Where are they going to be at which point in time? Or where's the risk the highest? So the ambient population just makes everything a lot more specific. And then you can use that to decide where to deploy your police officers, where to do these stops and searches, where to do other operative techniques. Okay, so I hope you found this useful. If you were um, there at the live workshop that we did today, it was uh, it was really good fun. It's um, it was the kickoff of the free workshop series on building up resilience to stress in policing. This is a free event. Let me see if I've got the um, I've got the banner in here. So just go to policesciencedoctor.com forward slash SRW, you can still register for that. Stress Resilience Workshops is what SRW stands for. So the first one was today. The next one is in two days, 4 p.m. London time, and then next Wednesday, 4 p.m. London time. And what you get is you will, um, we will actually teach you at least one skill to take away from, from the event. And um, also people who register will get the replay links email. People who register will get the certif a certificate of attendance. And people who register get a 10% discount excuse me, on the emergency stress pit stop course. So those were the um, snippets for this week. I think I have to stop now. There's still something scratching in my throat. But thank you very much for watching. I hope you found this useful. If you did, please just share and you know, watch the next one as it's coming in. Okay, have a good night. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.